hello, you're back. We're back. This is episode number nine, I think. Oh, is it? I thought it was more than that. I was going to like go episode thirteen or something. <laughs> it's either it's either eight or nine. I'm pretty. I, it's not ten yet, but right. Okay. Uh, well, it's, we so we're not in double figures yet. No, unfortunately, you, we gotta get I, we gotta get our shit together. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, there is a certain amount of uh, truth in that. I think um, I'm, I'm literally. Uh, are you doing what I'm doing, which is like sneaking around on the uh, on a website trying to trying to find out when the, when the last episode was and what no. number it was? No. <laughs> well, um, that is what I'm doing, and um, this episode is actually episode eight. Oh, it's it's quantity. No, it's quality, not quantity. That's what they say. Yeah, absolutely. We haven't done one of these since May. Has um, it really been since May? No, no, yeah. it was more recent than that. No, episode eight was May. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we've got we've got some, you know some catching up to do. I guess it's funny you you know you're wearing an acid rain shirt. Um, I was gonna before we start, I was gonna like show you something. Um, just recently. Oh. Like I like I as as a collector of things, I'm constantly on the website Discogs where you buy right. you know vinyl and all sorts of other stuff. And I really like that yeah. place because it really divides everything up to let you know exactly what pressing of what it is you're going to get. So yeah. somebody recently on there claimed that they had an unopened CD copy from 1990 of Obnoxious, and I'm right. and they were selling it for like ten dollars, and I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna get that. So I got it. And then I got it and I was like, and so, and so here it is. And I was just like, as soon as I picked it up, I was like, why did it feels weird? Oh and, no. And if you look, the colors are like darker. Yeah. Than, than normal. And even the CD, like if you look at pictures of the original CD version, that's a darker blue than is on yeah. the original CD. So I went to yeah. Discogs and was like, well, what the fuck is this? And luckily the nerds on Discogs, they just have, all the way down to the, these numbers on the back of the CD to let you know what pressing you have. Yeah. This is an unofficial Russian version of this uh, album from 2015. For some reason in 2015, right. somebody in Russia pressed this version of Obnoxious. <laughs> Dude, so, that's insane. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I have no idea why. And there's no and, and everything else. All the other identifiers are completely copied because it's obviously just photocopied. Because that this barcode is yeah. the same. All the other things are the same, but it's just that that telltale numbers on the actual CD that are totally different. That is bizarre. Yeah. So I now have a bootleg version of one of your albums. <laughs> that's I, I, man. That's awesome. Um, have you um, have you played it? Does it sound like a bootleg? Is it live? No, it's, it sounds it's, it sounds like the CD, which which in this day and age, like you just take a CD version of it and yeah. burn it and and yeah, it should it. do. But I've always I've always wondered about because if you look in Discogs, there's also there's also like I don't know if it's a Japanese bootleg version from 1990 on cassette of Obnoxious, and right. I just I've, I've always just been like, well, what? I've never understood the bootleg thing. Yeah, um, but I understand it even less when it's done so recently, like 2015 yeah. bootleg of wow. this. Wow. So, that, that is so cool that 25 <laughs> years after its release, somebody yeah. bootlegged the, the, the album. Yeah. So I'm still That's... on the hunt. I'm still on the hunt for it. Cause I, cause I want to get like an OG 1990 CD pressing of it. 
Um, right. But right. It would, okay. it, it'd be nice if it was unopened, but though that's that'll be pricey. So. I've got um I've got a I've got a copy that's unopened that is uh Japanese. So it's oh, okay. original the original pressing, but it's the original Japanese release. Yeah. Um I've got original Japanese CDs of uh, of all of them. Um because because Moshkinstein went out as its own CD over there. Mm-hmm. And the fear went out as its own CD rather than both of them on one CD, which was UK and Europe. Yeah. Um without you know, without without um, the freedom of speech, the um, instrumental on it. Oh, that's um, well, there was there wasn't room. Couldn't fit. Yeah. Couldn't fit it all on on there. So um, you know, one of those things. But hey, that's man, that's a that's a hell of a way to start. You've yeah, I just thought that that was that was interesting. Me. Yeah, but, but we can we Big can get time. into the actual shit of this show. Which if, if people <laughs> have watched this then or listened to it on the podcast, they know it's album reviews. And now yes. it's now it's strictly album reviews. Like that is we yeah. are honing we are honing in and focusing on album yeah. reviews. Yeah, and I and I think that's the way I think that's the way to go for us. Yeah, you know I agree, I agree because we yeah. we know we we have conversations that take us in different places every once in a while, and having having less segments to do to, to get to. Um, it makes it, I think it'll be a lot more of a smoother conversation and probably more enjoyable for everybody out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I, well, let's hope so, you know, <laughs> um, and also let's hope that we're, um, and, and look, you know, it, it, it's not that we're binning off the, the, um, the feature, but I think it's, I think it's kind of like, Hey, look, if you want to, if anybody wants to bring an album ever bring an album to our, to our attention and say, guys, if you haven't heard of this, it's a work of genius. Maybe give it a listen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love, you know, like to hear your thoughts. Then, cool, do that. We're we're we're, we're to, you know, we're to, we're totally down for that shit. Yes. Yeah. Um. But um. But yeah. So the door is still open. It's nothing closed. Everything is always on the menu, as always. Yeah. Um. So it's um. It, is it new releases? Because are, are you wanting to like you know re, re go over some old ground? Or anything like that, or are you are you bang up? It's all new. The, I've got I've got four albums that I'm wanting to talk about, and they're all four brand spanking new. One of them hasn't even been released yet. So, ooh, be... get you! You've got you've <laughs> got some you've got some pre-release shit going on some, there. Some somebody hooked me up to where you know I'm able to get some <laughs> pre-release stuff now. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I, I, but I'm I'm glad that that's finally actually happened as well. Yeah, as opposed and to it, me telling you about all the stuff I've got. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 great. I, I'm trying. I, I wish I could get on board with more labels. I'm trying. Like I've reached out to certain labels to see if I could get on it, and most of the time it's just crickets. And so you know, we'll I'll get there eventually. Well, um, you know, my advice would be to um, not that not that you asked for it, but I this is what I do for a living: give unwanted advice. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely drop. I'm um, not that you're not doing it, but I definitely drop the fact that the label who are sending you stuff is doing that because yeah. if there any other labels in the genre should be going, oh well, then in that case, you know. But hey, yeah, and let me know where you're going because I'm, you know, I might have an in somewhere. Okay, right. cool. But but yeah, cool. but, but I mean, three of the four things I'm gonna talk about are from said label. So um, awesome. 
So we can we can, I don't know if you want to start this off because I'm I'm kind of I've decided I kind of want to go in order from the one that I'm most excited about down to the one that I'm the most critical of. That way I don't <laughs> that way I don't start things off with just like eh, let's talk about why I don't like this. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Well, I I've got um um yeah I've got I, I, let me have a look. I've got um I think it's one. Two. This is the best oh. part of the whole episode, isn't it? Just, but I'm just trying to think. Like, <laughs> did we uh, did we talk about decapitated and creator yet? Yeah, we did. Yes, we did. That was the last episode. It was, wasn't it? Cool. Believe- okay. Well, I have a number of things to cool to, to talk about too. Well, so you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Okay. Cool. Um, I did a really fun interview with Ryan Waste, um, of Municipal Waste. Uh-huh. Um, of the municipal waste parish, mm-hmm. and um, what a lovely chap he was! And we had we had a, we had such a laugh, um, and um, we literally within five minutes he was like showing me his humanoid yellow ten inch. Like the dude is just fucking absolute scene, you know, yeah. massive record collection. It's just very very cool, um, and that just made me love Electrified Brain Brain, the new. Uh, municipal waste album even more um now i'm going to be completely honest i'm going to be honest cards on the table and any other cliches that you wish to insert at this point um but i'm not i haven't been the biggest municipal waste fan over the years Mm -hmm. i haven't um and but i stuck i stuck on the opening track which funnily enough is also called electrified brain mm-hmm. and and just straight away i was like oh, well this is cool i like this and and it just got it just got better and better and i don't know what it is about this album um i've gone back to old municipal waste since listening to this and gone oh, i don't know it's still i know it's I'm not getting it, but the the most recent album, um, Electrified Brain, I'm absolutely loving it. I think the production is is excellent. It is it is kind of old school, new school, and let's throw in some lo-fi as well. Let's just give it a kind of yeah, like, I don't know. This is not meant as an insult, but it will probably sound like one. It's like a really expensive demo. You know, yeah. it just, it, it, it just, and that's a compliment. That is a compliment because it's it a, just adds to the, like the, the whole vibe of the album, which for me is genuinely just like thrash album. We're just fucking going for it. Uh, if you, if you're looking for the six minute song on this album, <laughs> that that ain't here. The only way yeah. you're going to get a six minute municipal way song is if you listen to two of the three minute songs and put them together. You know, it's it just it's a it's to me it smacks of a band absolutely in the groove. They know what they're doing. They know how they do it. They're enjoying it, and it, it the whole thing just comes across as like there's not a weak point of this album. There's like you know, if this was a building, it would be on the most solid foundations there are. You know, it is just yeah. I'm I'm I really like it. In case you haven't noticed, yeah. And the and the production style you're talking about, a lot of bands seem to be. It's like half and half where a lot of people are still stuck in that weird, modern, clicky laptop style production. And then other ones are going out of their way to try to f- have some sort of classic style of uh, in their sound 
while still having like good production values and yeah that that is definitely how it sounds it's funny because this was an album i was going to talk about i was saving it <laughs> for last oh i've gone and done it motherfucker <laughs> because uh because i by the I'm, way everybody now is realizing that we really don't fucking plan this no which which i don't think that we should i like it like no this. yeah so this, absolutely because absolutely. i didn't know i mean I, I i knew that you had interviewed ryan but like I'm the complete opposite with you on this album in certain respects because one, I okay. didn't have a I didn't have a nice moment with somebody from Municipal Waste, so I don't have that going for me. I don't know them. I've heard I, they're get, nice guys. I, I, I'll get Ryan to jump on the Zoom with you if, if, if that right. helps. Um, yeah, I'll I'll send him one of my old bands from the '90s, and he he can tell me he really likes it, and then we'll uh, we'll get on. If we he won't like it. <laughs> I was um, gonna say you set your set you set your sights a bit higher. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but but so this this so this is the seventh municipal waste album, and I actually got into municipal waste on hazardous mutation, their second album, and then I really liked the art of partying, like a lot of people do. But then, like they put out another album after that, which I think was massive aggressive was the name of that one, and I thought that one was good too. But after that, they've done, I think, three more albums now, and all three of them, there's a little bit too much treading of the water in what they're doing. And even the production styles are so similar that, you know, shuffling three albums, you'd be like, well, I don't know which album this song is on, because it all kind of right. sounds the same. And so, but, and and I'm I'm with you, like the first couple tracks, I was like, this is pretty good. But I had the opposite feeling where as the album went on, I was like checking my watch. I was just like, haven't they already done this riff before on this album? And so <laughs> and so it, it didn't really it didn't really do anything for me. Um, but and and this is something that I'll I'm gonna say about three of the things I'm talking about today. Some out al some albums I listen to them and I go, do I have any right reviewing metal albums? Because <laughs> For a lot of people who are fans of Municipal Waste, Electrified Brain is going to be exactly what they want the band to put out. Um, yeah. It's good quality stuff for what they're doing. But I, I always feel like if, if somebody walks up to me and says, hey, are you a metal fan? I go, yeah. And there has to be a caveat there where I feel like if you're the kind of person that somebody says, are you a metalhead? And you immediately go, fuck yeah. Then you're going to like Municipal Waste and a couple of other things I'm going to talk about. Um, but I am I'm so stuck in this in this thing in my brain where especially once you've got to album seven, I'm just like, let's vary it up a little bit. Let's like throw some something new at us. And I and I I realized that I I think I heard in there a little bit more of a melodic thing going on occasionally with the guitars, which I it's not lost on me. And I like that. Yeah. But overall, like this is a good album, but it's nothing. It's literally not anything that's going to make me be like, I need to recommend this to people. It's more just like, right. well, do you like municipal waste? Yeah, you're going to like electrified brain. That's just, you know, yeah. that's as far as it goes. And I feel the same way about, you know, uh, uh, what is it called? Um, the the other band that Tony has, it's like a more crossover. Anyway, I don't know. Um, Iron Reagan, Iron Reagan. Um, it's the same thing where like I like aspects of it and but then I go okay well this sounds like stuff that they've already done before yeah um, so I'm not the target audience for that obviously but 
but I, I do, I do appreciate the energy of what they do. And I definitely appreciate the fact that they're responsible. They're one of the most crucial bands in the metal, the new metal and thrash metal resurgence of the early two yeah. thousands. So yeah, I absolutely. can't, absolutely. I can't let that pass. Yeah. Um, so they are, are two thousands nuclear assault. Yeah, and they and it's funny that you say that because because the the vocals on this album sometimes reminded me a lot. He would do uh, little flourishes or whatever with his with a line, and I go, "That sounds like nuclear assault." Well, um, I had the same experience, but the uh, experience I had was that it sounded like Sean Killian. I, I could I could see that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, at the at the end of the day, it, it's not anything I'll probably go back and listen to. But I do hear the positive qualities of it, and so it's just kind of a, <laughs> it's kind of eh, it's fine kind of review yeah. from me. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it, it's a meh from you. It's it's a meh. It's a it's a it's yeah. a meh. But but it's a meh understanding that it might be somebody else's. Fuck yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, well, it is somebody else's. Fuck yeah, me, you fucking yeah. twat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, but again, I, there may there may be like municipal waste fan, fans listening who are listening to you and going like, yeah, yeah, I absolutely get it, man. Whereas others yeah. are going like, no, dude, you're out. Um, this is great. And there'll be people listening to me going like, well, if you like this, why don't you like all the other things? Are your fucking ears blocked? Yeah, you know. And but but the thing is, music doesn't work like that. You can't. Yep. I have a I have a friend who to this day still asks me, do you like so and so band? No. Really? Yeah. Why are you so surprised? Well, you like so-and-so and you like so-and-so. So I thought, it doesn't fucking work like that. Yeah. It doesn't, you know? It's like, I, how many times has somebody recommended something to you and you go like, oh, this has got everything you like about it, blah, blah, blah. You listen to it and you're like, Jesus, this is awful. It, it's like once a month, at least, that I get a recommendation for a thr you know, thrash metal album of the year, somebody says, and I listen to it <laughs> and I go, you mean... The one that sounds like 50 other albums that came out last year. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I, to I totally understand that. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, no, I'm not. I'm not saying you don't. But what I'm saying is like, you know, listeners, viewers, etc. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just opinions. But the thing is, and this is what a record company tells you when you get shit reviews. And believe me. I fucking know, um, uh, but we, but and they they always say the same thing. They say it's one. It, they always used to say the same thing. It's one person's opinion. Yeah, that's it. It's one person's opinion. And now, of course, um, there's tons of opinions out there. You know, you know what everyone thinks. Like, well, you and I for a start. Yeah. So, it, so, it, so it's actually a lot more realistic. You can get a, you can get a much better feel for how your album's going down and what people think other than like reading like four reviews in four music magazines by four tired journalists who listened to it once yeah. and formed a load of shitty opinions, you know, and then there's no right of reply from the fans either as there is now. So yeah, it's, it's just, you know, I, I liked it. You didn't, there you go. Yeah. And what I think, I think it's important to have that back and forth. That's why that's, that's, I don't, those are the, those are the better reviews for me when there's a point and a counterpoint or whatever, because you know, I don't know. It's it, especially like you said. There's so many people giving their opinions. If there's not a conversation about it, then what's the fucking point? Um, yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Um, if you right. don't mind, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in here. Because well, no, because I, I've, I've probably got it on my list anyway. So whatever okay. it is, we'll have a nice so, chat. Go on. So this album was 
is the one I'm the most excited about. And it was a nice surprise because Ooh, I, I'm not... I, in my head, I, in my head, I've got an album. Okay. This is probably okay. not it, or it might be. Um, okay. It's because it's a, it's a group that I had, I knew very little about prior to this album. Um, oh, right. And okay, it's the, it's, it's the new album from Dub War, which is called oh. Westgate Under Fire. Wow. Um, so that's not a name I have heard for a long time. It's their first album in 26 years. And well, aren't they just amateurs? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I who waits that you, long to put out a new know album? That, but Benji's been kind of busy in another band called Skindred. So <laughs> yeah, I, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. So, but here's the thing. I'm I'm not even a Skindred fan. Not that I don't like them. I've just had very little yeah exposure to them because over here that's not a name that you hear a lot right and i know okay, that they're yeah. i know they're massive in other parts of the world um so i just saw this come up and i'm like dub war what's that and i looked it up and i was like oh it's benji's old band from the 90s and they and they got back together and they're back on earache and they put out this new album which is called westgate under fire and i was like i'm gonna give it a listen and it was literally one of those things where i popped the headphones in listened to the whole thing all the way through and every single song i'm like this is awesome because it was like a proper album experience because I mean, if you, I mean, I, I, I haven't gone back to listen to old dub war, but I'm assuming it's similar where it's like a, a, a hodgepodge of, of genres going on. There's metal elements, punk elements, reggae elements, all this other shit. Um, and so the album takes you on a little journey. No one song sounds like the other song, but mm. the thing that, really ties it together that i knew fuck all about was that benji is it benji webb is that his name um mm -hmm. he has a fantastic voice oh hell yeah and oh hell yeah and his vocal melodies over here his vocal melodies and the the stuff that he writes especially over the choruses he, the, half of the album has those choruses that you hear the song once and you remember the chorus to that song and there's so many different elements like that on this album where I just had such a blast all the way through to where now I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to talk about this album clean. And I, and so, as soon as we're done with this, it, it's my time to dive into not only the first two dub war albums, but fucking Skindred, I guess. Um, because, awesome. because I, I just had such a blast and, and I've listened to it all the way through twice now. And each time yeah. I'm just like some of these songs are just so amazingly well-written and his voice sounds amazing and all the performances are great. So, I mean, it's like, I mean, this has the potential of being a top 10 at the end of the year for me, just wow, off, right. Okay. Off, off my initial excitement about it. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know if you've heard it yet. I guess you haven't because you didn't know uh, that they had a new album. Uh, no, not at all. And I, I had no idea that um, uh, that Benji had gone back and done another album with, with, with Dub War at all. Um, yeah. Uh, I and I mean not a band I know that well from from back in the day. Um, mm -hmm. And I've I've owned Skindred Records in the uh, in the past. Um, it's never really sticked with me. Stuck with me is a few tracks here and there. Yeah. Um, played festivals with them and they absolutely smash it every time. Um, and um, so yeah, I, I'm that's come out of nowhere for me. I will definitely definitely check it out. Um, yeah. but, but, but also it's like, it's so cool because I, you know, I can, I can see the enthusiasm on the face on your face and how excited you're getting about it. And it's like, it's great because it's not just it, when you get that feeling about a band and it's their first album, 
it's kind of like, oh, great, this is awesome. But when you get that feeling about a band where there's like, oh, my God, there's like stuff I can go and listen to that I don't know about. Then there's another whole band's back catalogue that is massively relevant to this. Yeah. That's like, yeah, great. It's going on safari, musical safari. You know, you've got you've got a number of beasts to track down. Yeah, and and I and I know, and I, I've also heard that Benji just as a live performer is amazing. So I'm just I'm yeah, I'm he's really he's, excited he's, to he's dive in and him. find everything that I can find because I'm now just a big fan of his. So I'm just like, yeah. cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into all that shit. But yeah, it, yeah. If anyone out there doesn't know Dub War or it's it, it's it's definitely worth a listen. It's it that's well, I, I your cup yeah. of tea, but yeah. Well, if anybody's anyone listening who hadn't already thought, well, I'll give Dub War a listen. Although there was a magic word when you were when you were ticking off the genres, I think there was a magic word in there that's a big turn off for the reggae for metal fans. I yeah. think I think that's the issue. It's that's, not. It's not. It, there's the not a lot of it. There's there's elements in songs, um, but uh, it's. Yeah. I mean, overall, it's a rock record because it. Yes, it goes on all these different areas of rock. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, I've got to be honest. I, I like Scar, love it. Like tips over into reggae, mm, I'm out. Oh, Sorry, okay. like Scar, I can do. Love Scar. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, reggae, I've always found. I've I've always found hard work, and I I know how this is going to sound. I know how this is going to sound, but listening to reggae, I just feel so fucking white. <laughs> I, I like like I've been dipped in fucking bleach. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I'm just like, yeah. Do you know what? I am. I am not. I just. I, I'm not into these grooves, these vibes. It's. It's not me. It's not who I am as a person, and it's not what I what I listen to. It's not what I'm looking for. Um, but that's not that's not double. That's just you know, that's just reggae for me. Reggae and country. You know. Oh, I mean, I am definitely on board with with you and country. Like, I'm fuck fuck that. Um, yes, but uh, but, re- but reggae for me, it's weird because I do hear some of it sometimes that I really like. But the the you know the biggies like Bob Marley, I hear a lot of Bob Marley, and I go, this is I this is not connect with me at all. And, yeah. But uh, but other stuff I do hear, and I go, I can get down with this because I just like a good groove and stuff like that from time to time. Yeah. But I definitely I definitely appreciate it more when they've taken that genre and kind of blown it out a little bit. So, yeah. um, Yeah. Well, I would like to give credit to um, uh, a fellow comedian who I've known for many, many years, over 20 years um, called Brian Damage, who, um, uh, who basically he's a musical comedian. He does one of probably the, probably like my favorite country song, um, which he wrote himself. And, um, uh, and it's, and it's basically, it's called, it's called country boy. Um, and and it's like acoustic guitar, and it's got that ding da 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 kind of vibe to it. And he just goes, "I'm a cunt, I'm 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 a country boy. I'm a cunt, 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 I'm a country boy." That is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's absolute class. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, just throwing that in there, and he's also emigrating to Australia soon. So, anyway, bon voyage, Bri- bon voyage, Brian. Take care. Um, right, is it my turn now? Sure, sure. Um, I'm wondering what whether to go, uh, which one to go for. Um, right, okay, I'll be completely honest. I have a pre release, I have a pre release of the new King Buffalo album, 
but okay. um, called Regenerator. But I want to save the review for another time because I haven't managed to listen to it enough. Okay. And isn't that okay. their like, third album in two years or something? It's like, it seems like they've been doing oh, yeah. a lot. <laughs> well, 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 the, well, the idea was three albums in one year. Oh, okay. That was the right. idea. Yeah, yeah, just picking you up there on the podcast interview. You clearly didn't watch um, uh, that, that, uh, that I did. Um, I did, I but, did, I did manage to get around to listening to Radio Bollocks and your and your uh, breakdown of the 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 two Acid Rain EPs, which was which was brilliant. Sign oh, up for his Patreon because oh, because there's nice. some really entertaining stuff there. Um, and then you know, in Radio Bollocks, like half of it, I get to skip past because I'm like, oh fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all like, why? Why are you playing Days of the New again? Get fucked, man! <laughs> oh, mate, mate, because it's just it's legendary. It's awesome, man. It is that. It's that awesome. is the that is the number one example of yarling. Whenever one somebody says, "What's yarling?" Go listen to a band called Days of the New. He yarls for the entire album. <laughs> uh, I I I love his voice. I but I I know where you're coming from, though. I do know where you're coming from. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Oh, anyway, um, I'm going to um, I'm going to shout out. Um, funnily enough, the current edition of Talking Bollocks, which came out today, um, obviously mm-hmm. not today when you're listening to this, but I don't know when you're fucking listening to this, so don't expect me to build this whole episode around fucking you. But um, and I don't mean harsh. you, mate. Uh, yeah, well, it was, it was, <laughs> but you know, listeners are used to me being a dick now, so That's you know true. why cha- why change. Um, um, the album is by um, Nicholas Cage Fighter, Nick, the singer I had on the on the podcast that came out today. You played a song of theirs on Radio Bollocks. I remember it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the album is called The Bones That Grew From Pain, um, which straight away, I think is great. It's, it's like that title goes, well, this is going to be this is going to have some upbeat little ditties on it, isn't it? No. And, and, it, <laughs> and, and, it, and it fucking doesn't. And it is heavy as fuck. It is, it is, I use the word dense. Yeah. Like, like, like it's, it's, it's difficult to penetrate the album because it is, it doesn't let up. Yeah. It doesn't give you moments of levity. It, it just hits you over the head with a hammer. Um, And to that extent, it can be, it can be a, um, a wearing listen. Mm. that said um i really like it and i'm now at the stage where every time i play it i like it that little bit more um there is there's there's something to be said for each song on the album um and there is some really cool fucking lyrics as well which which means a lot to me um you know in the in the current environment in which we live the tracks i would i would recommend um people having a listen to would be um the opening track um gray eye which is awesome um and funny enough track two which is shrine of wire um which is also awesome um but i found them i found them through um through the single um and i genuinely can't remember what it was and i'm i'm like looking at the track listing now and i'm like it's one of those but the first single um which straight away caught my attention because i was like right okay this is like incredibly heavy dense modern metal Mm. with a punk aesthetic um because it was it was just brutal and it was just anti-fucking everything and that instantly put them on my radar and made me email the label my contact the label and i was like keep me informed of of their whereabouts you know if these guys want to have a chat 
Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so uh, Nicholas Cage fighter, the uh, the bones that grew from pain. I, yeah, two words for you: fucking heavy. Um, and uh, and as I said, it, it can be dense, but it is it's it's worth the effort. It was for me. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I you mean, heard from, it what, from what from what just the one song that you played, and dense is a good word because like, but that's what turns me off with a lot of modern metal is some of it. I there's not enough air in it for me, um, and and sometimes and I'm a real I'm really picky about vocals. So just sort of straight shouted vocals, you got to have some sort of really interesting character to your voice to really bring me in. So that one song wasn't enough for me to be like, I'm on board with this. But I, I feel like if I listen to the album, I might have a better idea of of yeah. getting the nuances of everything. Sure. I think if you listen to the whole album, you would um, you'd fucking hate it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, that okay, guy, dude. speaking of an album that I thought I was going to hate, and I actually kind of enjoyed um, the new Soulfly album, which is called Totem. Right. Um, which is their 12th album. And I, I say them, folks, 12. I, I say theirs. It's Max's 12th album with the dudes that he's playing with at the time. Yeah. Um, but the tribe. And at, this, and at this point, it's just a three, it's just three people on the album uh, with Max's son Zion playing drums, which he's fine as a drummer um so the the thing that was interesting about this album cuz i have i have complaints and i have things that were su- surprisingly entertaining first off the one the thing i have to say is that the energy of this album is incredible like yeah, even uh, max uh, yeah. max's vocal delivery i'm you i i'm like is he really really like a 50 year old man because he's like it sounds really good. Just his whole energy. Yeah. It sounds really good and really dialed in. Um, and the production is similar to what you're talking about with municipal waste, um, where they try to have a little yes. bit of an old school vibe with modern production and that, and it's produced by Arthur risk, which he's the guy that everybody's going to for that sound now. Cause he did power trip and he did, ah, well, there you he go. actually, he actually did the last, Cavalera Conspiracy album, which is the first one of theirs that I actually really enjoyed. But here's where the gripes come in. If you take the last Cavalera Conspiracy album and this Soulfly album, it's almost like there's no difference between the two bands now because they've both they've both gone down this route where most of the new metal aspects that I originally remember from Soulfly are pretty much totally gone, and they've gone back to more straightforward thrash with just a little bit of groovage here and there. Um, so, but, and this is the, this is the same sort of thing where you do get those kind of groovy, you know, moments, but mostly it just comes across as kind of a thrash album. Um, but it is all, you know, most of the songs, once you get to the later part of the album, it starts to wear on me a little bit, but I was just surprised at how how much I was just kind of like, yeah, to like certain riffs and certain parts of the songs, um, yeah. because I'm very critical of both sides of the Sepultura split. 
Um, I've grown now with the last three albums, getting really into Sepultura, what they're doing now. Great. Yeah. With yeah. Soulfly, it was the other way around where they started off and I was like, oh, this is such an interesting sort of like, it's it's new metal. There's some rap metal. There's like a hodgepodge of things. I really like this. And then they went through this period where, oh no, now we're doing death metal. Oh no, now we're doing, we're throwing in some grindcore in here. And I just got so like, what are you even doing? Like, what, like, what is this? Um, and now they've come out of it where now they're trying to go into the more thrash area. And I'm just like, well, I appreciate it and I enjoy it. But unfortunately, when you listen to Soulfly, it's impossible to not think to yourself, this is nowhere near as good as that last Sepultura album. <laughs> because it's just not. But it is, but it did exceed my expectations and I did really enjoy it. And the one thing that I have to say, I, I don't know exactly if this is true, but I saw Soulfly maybe like 10 years ago. Um, and they there was a guitar player who was really good who played with Soulfly for many, many years. Just recently, I think he was kicked out or left or Mark something. Mark Rizzo. Yeah. Um, and when I saw Soulfly live, the thing that I remember being kind of baffled by was the amount of guitar playing that Max did not do. Yeah, Mark, he literally Mark was, yeah, yeah. He would just not even touch his guitar, have his hands up here in the mic and just doing vocals. And the music for that stretch of albums, it gave me the idea of like, I, don't, I feel like Max isn't writing these riffs and it's Mark writing these riffs and that's the direction the music is taking. Now... It sounds like riffs that Max would write. And I'm kind of enjoying that aspect of it now where right. I feel like there's no outside influence of, well, let's throw in this little modern melodic bit. You know, Max is, it seems like still such a sort of meat and potatoes thrash groovy kind of guy. And yeah. I kind of, I really like that. And, and, and in a way it makes it stand out more for me from what Sepultura are doing because Sepultura are just fantastic musicians who every little weird left turn they, they've taken on the past few albums, I've gone, man, they fucking nailed that. Yeah. And then, and for, for Soulfly now, I like that it's getting a little bit more honed in and straightforward. There's still some experimental elements. There's a fucking uh, instrumental song, like the, it's like Soulfly 12 or whatever, because they do, he has a Soulfly on each one. It yeah. literally sounds like a leftover instrumental from an old Cure album. <laughs> I'm just like, right, okay. So, and I was like, that's kind of cool. It has the same sort of guitar uh, effect that like Robert Smith would have probably still uses on stage. I don't know. Um, so, so there's there's enough to keep it entertaining. Um, yeah. If yeah. I was gonna give it, if I was gonna give it a rating like out of five, I'd give it like a two and a half or three, maybe a three out of five. Because I right. was I I I did really enjoy parts of it, but there were things about it. I'm like, well, you know, this is a little bit um, run of the mill for some of these riffs and some of these parts, and it sounds like stuff that Max has already done many many times. Um, but once again, if you're just a full on metalhead and you just want metal brought to you, I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to be like thinking this is one of the best albums of the year because quality wise, like just the package of it. I think is really well done. Uh, well, that's really interesting to hear. And I, I haven't got round to um, to the new Soulfly album yet, so I will definitely have a listen to that. Mm -hmm. um, one question for you yeah. from what you were saying there, 
about a kind of like less new metal influences and, and getting back more to sort of raw thrash metal basics. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say in any way is Max returning to his roots? Oh my <laughs> God. Let, let, you know what? Not, not only is he, is he, he's so much returning to his roots that there's a song called Rot in Pain where way back in the day there was a song called Rest in Pain, and he literally right. says it the same way. He goes, Rot in Pain, in, in, the, in the chorus. And I'm like, does he not know that they already wrote Rest in Pain like years ago? Well, I, I, I would personally say that this is clearly a reference to the original song, and the original song, whoever he was saying made a rest in peace, now it's like, nah, fuck him. Rot. You're probably right, I, and that, that makes me like that part even more now. <laughs> And that's the thing. That's the thing is that overall, every time I get really critical about Max, like I just see interviews with him and I go, that dude seems like he's a, he's a totally nice dude. And I, yeah. and so it makes me like, that's why, like, if I ever get to the level where you are, where I'm getting to talk to all of these people, you're going to probably see my demeanor change. Cause I'm gonna be like, ah, he's a really nice guy. This sounds really good <laughs> because it, because being, being a genuinely good person goes a long way with me. And so, yes, you know, yeah, it's same, it's same, same, yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah so fly. Oh, I, I, I hate it when somebody who I like and has been on the podcast and, you know, d- depending on like, you know, how well I know them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate it when they, when they, when they put out that something is uh, something that's just shit, you know, yeah. and, and I, I've got to call it, I've got to, I, you know, I've got to call it as I see it because otherwise, you know, you're just a, you're just a shill for the record company. Yeah. Um, so it ha- you know it has to be done. Um, but I, and I have I genuinely haven't heard um, the new uh, the new um, Soulfly album. So I will I will get on the case. Cool. Um, moving on nicely from. Um, <laughs> in fact, I've just seen. I think I think this album comes out well as we're recording. Is this this album comes out very soon? Um. And this is the new album from Soil Work, um, okay. called called Overgiven Hetton. Um, now that, I did. Is that like a is that a different language? Yes, <laughs> okay. yes. It's um, it's it's a Swedish word again. Um, uh, check out the uh, check out the interviews uh, that I did with Bjorn, and um, uh. It's a it's a Swedish word that means that kind of means or as close as you can get in Swedish to abandonment. Okay. Um, which is very much a theme that runs through the album. Okay. And um I like I said, yeah, I had Bjorn on a couple of times, but well, actually I had him on a couple of times to do one episode of the podcast, which is out there, so check it out, folks. Um, and that's the first time I'd spoken to him for eight years. I've been I've been a soil work fan um ever since they did the seemingly impossible and put out a fucking great double album, which, you know, to this day still amazes me. Mm. Um, and the new album, Overgiven Heaven, um, it's just, oh, fuck, excuse me. Um, it's, it's, it's epic. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's genuinely, I mean, you know, all the, the, the videos for the singles are already out. Like watch the videos. They're like you just you just fall into them. They're you know they're properly beautifully constructed. Um, some are completely different to others, but it's um, I, I I don't know how one band can consistently put out such high level 
work. And I really feel like Soil Work, one of those bands that you you speak to somebody who knows Soil Work and they're like, oh, uh, one of the greatest metal bands of the last 25 years. And you speak to somebody else and you go, yeah, well, I've never really got around to them. It, you know, like, me. Oh, that's yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's literally, it seems to be like the opposite ends of the spectrum. And I don't mm. know why. I really, really don't know why. But um the yeah, it, it, it's it's a stunning, stunning piece of work. I mean, it is I mean Bjorn is such an accomplished vocalist, it's it's unbelievable. Um, so, but but from what I'm I mean, from, from what so I'm remembering many. from hearing soil work, they aren't they? Isn't it just you know your your regular run of the mill shouty vocals over some extreme metal? Because that's what I remember hearing oh when God. I when I when I heard their stuff before. Well, the thing is that this this is like that is that is early doors soil work, you okay. know. And what I what I love about this band is that every album is just another layer of songwriting skill another layer of maturity and okay. do you know what they're the kind of album that if soil work put out the follow-up to this and it was an acoustic album loads of people out there just be going yeah yeah that's, that makes sense yeah that's cool okay um he's no he's an incredible vocalist and there's okay. and there's very little uh well there's very little if if any growling um at some points speaking as a singer at some points there he has he has got like three or four different parts going on at the same time and it's that, that yeah my and beautiful yeah my my experience with him must have been from really early stuff because i that's not what i remember so that's that's interesting that makes me kind of want to go check this out now um I, and uh, and anyone any and this this applies to anybody because it's really interesting because i'm somebody who who, uh, who has discovered soil work and you're somebody who hasn't mm-hmm. so for people who li- people listening watching who have you know, who, who are aware of soil work would be like, well, car, you know, yep, that's what they do. I'm looking for the new, so I'm looking forward to the new soil work album coming out. I fully expect it to be in my top five at the end of the year, and it'll be music, musically and vocally absolutely fucking brilliant. And they will touch on some really interesting themes that other bands don't. And there'll be other people that'll be like, oh, are they still going? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, so, so yeah, it's like, yeah, if you have, if you're into them, you're gonna love it. If you're not into them, it's it really, really is worth listening to because there is there is quite there is quite simply some majestic classic metal on there. You know, mm-hmm. there is nothing they won't touch. You know, there is like there's no instrument that is you know that is ruled out. There is no you know there's no sections or parts of songs. They will they will go anywhere where they feel the song needs to go. And um, yeah. Big fan, big fan, right here. Cool. Um, that that it's kind of an interesting segue to the last album I'm going to talk about because this is another band that's been around for a while and a lot of people really like. And I, my relationship with them has never been anything except frustrating because I've always liked some aspects and always really been turned off by other aspects. Um, and this is the first time I get to review an album that hasn't come out yet. Um, this, is my, this is the new album from Machine Head, which Ooh. is called called Of Kingdom and Crown. Now, do you know um, what? Do you know what's really interesting? Mm-hmm. We're, we're, I don't have it. You Well, it, you get it the same place I get it. Yeah, I don't have it. 
That's you weird. do. Well, ha ha, the tables have turned, my friend. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, this album comes out on August 26th. So even when this episode comes out, I think it's still another week till it comes can, out. Can, 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 I, can, I, can I just say one thing? Sure. Yesterday, I did have a very brief conversation with Rob Flynn. Oh, okay. At Bloodstock. And, and he's another one of those guys that I think people like to hate on, but occasionally yeah. I'll 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 he, I'll see an interview with him and I go I don't know he seems like an okay guy I don't know why people hate on him so much I I always remember that. I remember the interview he did prior to the last album coming out, um and um like you know you're exp- you know oh yeah this next album is going to be heavy it's going to be crushing it's one of the best things we've ever done blah blah blah. And uh, and the interviewer was like, you know, I you know, I know you're gonna say all that, you know, and the kids are gonna love it and all that. And he went, Well, actually, no. I think he's like, I think this is one of those machine head albums where people who get it will be really into it and people who don't will fucking hate it. Yeah. But I I guess we'll find it. It's the first time I I, I can remember hearing somebody go, Do you know what? Not everyone's gonna not even fans of the band. You know, there's going to be fans of the band out there who won't get this album and won't like it. Yeah. And I, and I, and you know, he was right. And I think the aspects of that album that people didn't like were the aspects that I liked, like the new metal aspects of it. Yeah. To be completely completely honest. And you don't like Slipknot? Amazing. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) I feel exactly the same about Slipknot though, because over the years I'll hear things and some parts I go, that's fucking great. And then it'll be followed by something where I go, they should have just cut that out of the entire fucking song. Um, so anyway, the new Machine yeah. Head album of Kingdom and Crown, it's it's a frustrating album because if, if I take a step back and I try to just put myself in the mindset of a guy who just loves metal, this is a very good album. Like that's, But the more that we pull into like my brain and what I want out of an album... This is it. It's it's like every other Machine Head album I've heard, where the aspects of it are just like one curb away from being really good. To where, like, hmm. I'm like, oh, if only, if only they could do just. I don't know what it is, but it needs to be this much higher up. And I'm not just talking about songwriting. I'm I'm a, a lot talking about Rob Flynn's vocals because he's a guy that like it always seems like it's not quite where it needs to be, whatever he's doing vocally. It's like, it's here, should be about here. Um, right. And on and on this album, he does a lot of singing. Um, ah, right. Okay, I know and, where you're coming from now then. And, but even his, even his like shouty vocals, it, I'm always like, eh, it's a little bit, it seems like it should be a little bit more aggressive. But I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if that that's just his style. But yeah, the album has, you know, begins with like an eight minute track with a with a whole lead in where he's just doing melodic vocals and and I don't think he's the best singer in the world but I I'm also not so I don't know what you know to, to say about that but I but like a lot of the vocal what the vocal style of what he does it's so much what I don't like about um home dude from Slipknot um where I just it the style of it does not connect with me at all fair um, enough yeah yeah but like that being said, like the production value on this album is great, has some really cool riffs on it. Overall, done really well. Like just just everything about it. I'm like, well, this is they put, you know, the effort in to make this album 
because there's nothing that appears to be phoned in. But what there, what does seem to happen, because the first single that was released from this, or the first one I heard was called Choke on the Ashes of Your Hate. And that was a Machine Head song where I went, fuck yeah, is this going to be the album for me? No, it didn't turn out being the album for me. But I like that song a lot. But my problem with it, and you can you can jump in if this is a reason why I wouldn't like a band like Soil Work or bands like that. Because yeah. so, sometimes there's there's metal, and I say sometimes, a lot of times there's metal that seems to be so much trying to tick off boxes of what's metal that every time something happens, I go, oh, well, they had a little box. And I go, well, we got to do that one stompy bit right there. Oh, we had to do a blast beat right there. Oh, we have to do this melodic breakdown right here. And so the Machine Head album feels very calculated, like formulaic, formulaic, well done. But yeah, a lot of the parts I go, oh, they, they, they had to make sure they got in this part here because that needs to be on a metal album. So it almost seems I, like it's. I have to say at this point that it's okay. literally you're describing the opposite of soil work. Okay, good, um, good, good. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're, they're all about they're all about fucking with convention and, okay. and just doing whatever they like. So yeah. yeah. So and whereas um, Machine Head seems more like celebrating the things in metal that everybody loves, which is which is fine because I, that's why I sometimes feel like I'm not the person to be reviewing this but at the same time maybe i am because i'm yeah I, I, I'm, bring, I'm bringing another view of a guy that a, a guy that listens to mostly metal but i hear some things and i just i it, it it can't i can't get past the fact that it some of it feels disingenuous i guess would yeah. be the word yeah 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 um, uh, yeah yeah it doesn't it doesn't sound authentic yeah and but yeah. but like but it's it's frustrating for me because there's so much about it that I go if it if a few little things were just done a slightly differently I'd probably be a massive machine head fan but every single thing I've heard even going back to the albums that everyone's like this is an absolute classic I'll listen to it and go it's not quite there it's Ooh. like but who yeah, the fuck obviously, am I, obviously who, you don't mean burn my eyes because that is a fucking classic no all of their albums Oh, God. Like literally every album I've ever heard has aspects that I think are great and other aspects that I go, I I, I don't I, know why this yeah. doesn't connect with me, but it absolutely doesn't. Oh, and no, I, I'm yeah. Look, even Machine Head fans will say that, like, you know, if you've got a 12 track Machine Head album and there's like five or six great tunes, mm -hmm. then then you've done well. No, I, I don't think anyone's expecting a Machine Head album to be like killing it from start to finish. Yeah. Um, which is really weird as well, because the blackening got massive praise and everyone was raving about that. And that was yeah. the first Machine Head album that I really didn't like. Yeah, that was the, um, that was actually the first one that I that I heard all the way through. And even then, well done. like half of the album at the time, because it was that 10 years ago plus, like it's a it's been a while since that one came out. Um, mm, oh that, yeah, that was the same thing where there was a few songs where I was just like, "This is so fucking good." Followed by a song where I was like, "This just feels very like we needed to fill this gap with this kind of song right here, and yeah. this will do." Um, so, well, I, I liked I liked the Locust, I liked Bloodstone and Diamonds. Um, I thought the last album had a few little bits and pieces here and there which were really cool, but it was it was mainly um, garbage. Um, <laughs> But the um, you the, might the like new... this one more then because it it, I, well, it it gets, it gets rid of the it. rapping and all of that stuff. I, I, no, no, no. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't the rappy element. I mean, mm -hmm. I look when the Burning Red came out, I was bang into it. 
You know, I still like the Burning Red as an album, which is the you know where he first starts rapping. Yeah, there, um, yeah, I've I've noticed that with with the rap metal stuff that they did, if I had never seen the music videos, I'd probably be more into the songs because like just hearing yeah. the songs, I'm like this is pretty good. But the videos were so generic for the time. Yeah, like yeah, hey, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna braid up my beard and color it, and I'm gonna look sideways at the camera while my guitar is really low down at my feet. It was like it was literally tick boxes of like, what are the new metal people doing? Let's do all these things. Yeah, <laughs> do you, fair does, somebody, does somebody have weird spiky hair? Nope, get on that spiky hair now. Yeah, um, yeah, anyway. no, I, I I I get it, I get it. I mean, and and you know. They are a band who puts out divisive albums in their own fan base. Supercharger is another one. You know, some some you know some people love that. I mean, for me, it's got three songs on it. Yeah. But the weird thing is, but but again, this is the Machine Head thing. The three songs I like on Supercharger are fucking brilliant. Yeah. They yeah. are absolutely rip your face off, fucking brilliant. But the problem is. That makes you hate the other nine songs even <laughs> <Yeah>. more. <laughs> yeah. And it feels even more frustrating because it's like, it's like, don't do me like that. Yeah. Don't, don't do me like that. Don't give me these three songs. And then, and then like go, oh, but yeah, here's the other nine. Yeah. You know, it almost like, makes me, it makes me feel like I'd probably enjoy a live performance for them because maybe they pick, they pick all the best chunks from all the albums and they'll be like, hey, this is a good album, this live one. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I saw them. I saw them way, way, way back in the day on their first, first, well, the first UK dates, mm -hmm. um, which weren't with Slayer. They did, I mean, I saw them with Slayer, but they did, they did some dates with, um, on their own. They did a headline, this big show in the Astoria in London um, for Burn My Eyes. And, mm -hmm. uh, and that was, that was awesome. At the end of the gig, everybody was on stage. It was just insane. Um, and, you know, like burn my eyes just blew me away as soon as it came out. I, I bought, I bought two copies of burn my eyes um, because I walked into a shop called metalhead in London and I knew the guys there and Hector was there and Hector like heavy metal Hector. He just fucking knew everything. Mm. And I walked in and he just went, you're going to love this, this album I'm going to put on. And I was like, Oh really? He went, yeah. Rob Flynn of violence has put a band together and it's the best thrash album that's come out for years. And I was like, a new thrash album. Mm, this sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I listened to a bit of it and it got as far as like old track two. And I was like, just, just give me two, two copies, one for me and one for my best friend, also a machine head fan who I was staying with whilst in London. Um, and I, just, I like went home. He came home. I was like, dude, there you go. And he's like, what's this? Bearing in mind, this really is aging as obviously, because it's like yeah. we had no idea this was coming out or anything. Yeah. He was like, oh, what's this? I said, it's a new album by uh, Machine Head. Um, Rob Flynn is the main guy. And he was like, Renee rings a bell. I was like, used to be in violence. He's like, oh, all right then. Put it on. And he had the exact same reaction as me, which was just like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. This is that's, fucking great. No that, one's that, done this for years. That's got to be the highest praise for an album. Like, that's so good. Not only give me one for me, give me one for my friend. <laughs> that's, yeah, absolutely. Because uh, <laughs> it was just like, I, I know it. I know. I know he'll like it. Now, everything I said earlier, right at the beginning about, oh, well, you like that and you like that. So you should like that. And you fucking don't. It doesn't work that way. Well, yeah. it worked that way this time. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just like, boom. So anyway, um, you know, and also let's not forget. Uh, you know, like him or like him or loathe him, Rob is Rob is still going, still putting out, you know, still yeah. putting out new albums. Yeah, yeah. 
And and I and like I said, if you're if anyone out there is listening and they're you you just love metal that's done really well, then this album's great. But it's 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 uh for somebody who can't stop picking things apart when he's listening to stuff, especially an album <laughs> like this, because this is an album that's presented like it's supposed to be a big deal and the songs are really like grand and everything. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it's hard for me to just sit back and enjoy it. Cause I hear, I keep hearing things where I go, uh, this is, this seems a little bit forced or, um, like I said, ticking boxes of things that they yeah. need to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that's why I was saving this one for last. Cause I didn't want to be all like, Hey, machine head, everybody welcome to the episode. This album's not that great for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know what? There's going to be plenty. I mean, again, you know, being, if we're critical or praising or whatever, they're just our opinions. I think there's, yeah, yeah. You know, there's, 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 yeah, there's plenty of podcasts and online reviews who just fucking like everything. You know, they just yeah. love everything. I wrote a critical review of Megadeth, uh, Supercharger, mm -hmm. um, or as it will always be known to me, Super Cunter. Um, <laughs> I would, I'd rather <laughs> smear shit in my ears than listen to that album ever again. And, oh, you're, you're talking about Super Collider. Okay, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, I I just wrote this really critical review for a web website. said, like, you know, you know, and I sent it in. And they, they they asked me if there was anything I wanted to review. And I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. It's like, oh, you know, we have a guest reviewer, blah, blah, blah celebrity reviewer. So I sent it in. And uh, and the reply was, I'm oh, really sorry. Should have said, we don't, we don't, pub we don't publish any negative reviews. Yeah, and I was like, "Wow, what a brilliant objective website you are! People are really going to go to your website for the fucking truth, for the latest hot take on, you know, is it any good? Well, uh, well, everything's good. So what's the point? Yeah, what's the point? Honestly, anyway. On that note, if you like Revocation, come September, you are going to be very, very happy, in my opinion." OK, so basically we're talking Monday, September the 5th or Friday, September the 9th. Not quite sure. I think it's Monday, uh, but we'll see. Never, a uh, never Haven, never Haven or never heaven. I'm not quite sure um, is coming out. You're going to get even more excited when I tell you this two bits of information. OK, nine, nine songs, 45, 44 minutes. No, nice. Yeah, and and exactly. I would call I would call myself a revocation fan too. Even even though um, Home Dude's vocals do border on that sort of bland shouty stuff, and I wish that he would do more with his voice. Musically speaking, though, I was on board with that band from album one. That first album, yeah. Existence is yeah. Futile. I was just blown away by the guitar work and the and the 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 surprises in the songwriting. So anytime yeah. they put out an album, I'm fascinated to listen to what they're going to do next. So. Well, this is uh, well. Like I, I, I spoke to uh, David literally just before we spoke, and mm -hmm. um, and uh, my two my my two word album review, fucking brutal. Yeah, I was like, dude, what's wrong? You know, you, you okay? Everybody okay? Family okay? Because like, <laughs> you know, you did this, yeah. and uh, you know, um, and um, yeah, it's it's it, it's it's just phenomenal i mean it's really intense it is brutal it is it's everything that you want from a revocation album mm -hmm. um i mean if you like if you like um 
technical death metal or if you just like straight ahead death metal, then you, you know, this album could be for you. And if you don't like death metal and stuff like this album still could be for you because they are a band who make shit interesting, you know, Mm, and, 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 you know, and the level of musicianship is fantastic, which is, which which is great. And, and the thing is, yeah. Okay. Nobody ever said, you know, Oh, I love this band because the, because they're such great musicians, because ultimately it's about songs. It's not about how good the musicians are there needs to be somebody in the band who can also write songs. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And luckily with Revocation, you know, you get the whole deal. So yeah. I, I I, genuinely, there's no need to sort of um, kind of rabbit hole on this album because I, I genuinely have said all I think needs saying about it. And it is just, yeah, you know, some people are going to be uh, going online, going onto Amazon and typing in, I need a new face. Um, (laughs) yeah so um, they are they are definitely an album that if you are a guitar player or if you're if you hone in on guitar work on an album any any one of their albums (laughs) yeah is uh, is one to go to well it's funny you should say that because david davidson is available for guitar lessons but unfortunately august is booked out and he will be taking bookings from the beginning of september um shit because he just told me that. Um, um, so, yeah, I, I, there you go. Hey, I mean, that if that hasn't, like, if that's not a nice little cherry to put on top of the cake that is yeah. old bollocks, I don't know what is. Yeah, no, I'm I'm jealous that you got that one early because that's that's one that I'm interested to hear. And, um, and I'm really interested to hear, I'm really genuinely interested to hear Machine Head as well. So, you know. Dub, dub got, War, make sure you get on. Oh, hell, war. Dub War as well. Yeah, no, I will. I will, I will, I will. Um well, I, I I think that's it, isn't it, dude? I think we've um I think we've fucking nailed this episode. Yeah, I th- I mean I think that the, this particular kind of format, like like just hit the ground running, review some albums, yeah. have a conversation, and then fuck off. Like I think that's that's what that's what we're missing in the in the world of podcasts these days. I think. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and ultimately, if you're not, you know, you, you've you've got a choice. If you're a podcast, you're either you know, doing it on your own, talking about some extreme subject, or you're interviewing people, or you're reviewing shit. Yeah. You know, and this is this is essentially reviewing shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I, you know, it's 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 nice it's nice to have a little little bit of back and forth as well. I'm 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 interested. I'm interested about Machine Head because I've I I don't know I some of the songs I've heard from the new album I've just thought oh god really yeah. And then a couple of, and then I, I, I couldn't even tell you how many singles are out. I think three. Um, well, I know I fucking hated one of them, and I and I kind of liked the other two. Yeah. So, but I've learned, I've learned over the years. It's Machine Head. It's Machine Head. You know. So, how many songs on it? Eighty-five. Uh, no, no uh, actual songs. Maybe I think nine because there's a couple like interlude type things. What a surprise! Uh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, absolutely. And I'm just going to throw it out there. There'll be some qu- quite long uh, intros, well produced, but songs will take some time to get going. A whole the intro lot of clean guitar on. intros that yeah. go on a little too long. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Rob. Yeah, nah, we shouldn't be surprised by that. We've we've had that going for quite a while. Um, it is there a ballad? No. Oh, I mean, thank God I mean, for that. there's. 
Good. No, no, I would nothing that I would call a proper ballad. There's right. there's there's a kind of a slower melodic kind of song, but it's still a heavy song. It's not it's not a ballad. That, I would say. I, I'm 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 good. I'm good. I'm I'm gonna give it a listen. I'm dead. Well, I'm obviously I'm gonna give it a listen. But mm-hmm. well, I'll tell you what. Next episode. Next episode. Um, I can come back on. I can come back on Machine Head. I need to. I need to give um, uh, King Buffalo a review as well for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's talk about them. Cool. And yeah, next and yeah, time. The next time. The next time I see you, as far as I know, what the things that are coming out within the next month, I'm probably going to have a nice handful of things to talk. Yeah, about. absolutely. And and you got to let me know what you think of Revocation as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, uh, dear listener, dear viewer, mm-hmm. it's um it's been a pleasure as always. As we said at the beginning, um, feel free to hit us up and let us know. You know, forgotten masterpieces or overlooked masterpieces that only came out a couple of weeks ago and um, mm-hmm. we'd be more than more than happy to listen to them because i still can't thank um stefan blaine enough for uh suggesting that i listen to uh warenta by deficiency because that is going to be in my top five albums of the year it is fucking incredible um so you know do it guys do it, do uh, it. We're, and, and hey there's no need there's no need to start telling you about social media because presumably you are aware dear listener and viewer that it exists neither of us are defined so you know come say hi share the podcast tell people to subscribe whatever it is you want to do but you know please do that cool cool that that, that's that wrapped it up nicely (laughs) okay right well in that case it's it's almost like i've been doing this for like eight years isn't it (laughs) yeah you're a pro (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, Okay, guys. See you next time. See ya.